0: Welcome to the Mom and Dot 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 Podcast. We're your hosts, Suzanne Kearns and
1: Missy Stevens. We want to help you through everything that happens in the ellipses, from your professional life to your emotional health.
0: You're a mom and so much more. Let's figure out what comes next together. Welcome to the Mom and Dot 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 Podcast. Before we start today's show, we would like to let you know that there is a trigger warning around eating disordered thoughts and behaviors, as well as self-harm and cutting. Today's episode is part two of our discussion with Shannon Rafalowski from episode 22, when Shannon joined us to talk about defining our values and the mind-body connection. Our conversation went beyond those topics to include some discussions about eating disorders and cutting behaviors. If you or someone you know needs help, you can find links in the show notes to some resources that Shannon shared with us for the National Eating Disorders Association, as well as an overview of cutting and a resource for caregivers. Because we didn't realize this would be a two-part interview when we recorded it, it will start out without our typical introductions, and we'll wrap up without our usual look, listen, learn segment. If you haven't listened to episode 22 we highly recommend downloading it as soon as you're finished with this one to get the complete picture of our discussion. Thank you for listening and here's the show.
1: Our guest today is Shannon Rafalowski. Shannon is a transformation leader dedicated to helping women recovering from body image issues, eating disorders and perfectionism by aligning mental and physical self-care. She gets people off that hamster wheel of shame and into a space where they can find truth, freedom, and connection for a fully authentic, passionate life.
2: Welcome, Shannon. Well, thank you so much for having me. I am so excited to be here and to have a fantastic conversation with both of you.
0: Yes, I'm so excited. Well, I've heard a lot about you through Missy, but for others like me who don't know quite as much about you, can you Mm -hmm. give us a little Shannon 101?
2: So when my niece was 21, my niece was diagnosed with leukemia. She's now 27. So I guess six years ago. And when my niece was diagnosed, it hit me like a ton of bricks. We've always been really close. She's my oldest niece. And it was like my heart stopped beating. And I sat back and I took a really strong look at my life. And I thought to myself, you know what? My niece has this disease and she could potentially die. And I have a choice to live or die because I had been living with an eating disorder for 36 years from the time that I was 12 years old. It was something that many people knew about, but it was also very hidden. You couldn't tell because I've always been an esteemed athlete. Um, I always looked like I had everything put together, you know, the the beautiful house, the beautiful kids, beautiful husband, and everything just looked perfect. But what people didn't know is that I was freaking dying on the inside because I was always trying to keep up to not only societal standards, but my own standards of achievement and striving and striving and striving for more. And it was just never, ever good enough, maybe for other people, but certainly not for me and the standards that i had put on myself. But those standards really also come from society. So as I looked around and I started healing, I just was really intentional and very present and very aware of what was going on. And I had known that my eating disorder was never about food. Where a lot of people will think is about food and size, for me, it was never about food. It was an addiction that was a coping mode to numb me out for me not living the way that I wanted to live. I was living for the sake of other people. I was living for how I thought I should be living. And I was mm-hmm. just drowning out my emotions. I don't know if you've ever read any Brene Brown, but I was went. not. Yeah. Right. Like I'm just <laughs> amazing. Right. So if you, if the guests haven't read any Brene Brown, like pick up any of them, my favorite one to start with is gifts of imperfection yep. and when i picked that book up i was like oh I, can i i don't know if i cuss on this show but go anyway, for it oh us. oh <laughs> like oh <laughs> like this is this is it like in a good way and in a in a gut punch way yeah. so i thought to myself I have got to do something. And I've always known that, that it, like I said, it was never about food, but I have looked for clarity my whole life on like how to heal. Mm-hmm. Even I have even spoken to crowds and spoken to middle schools um, before I got my life coach certification about this isn't about food. We're all made differently. We have different DNAs. This is how God made us. Let's, you know, embrace who we are. And all of that is so great. It's like somebody saying like, life is great. Once you find your purpose, and you're like, uh, okay, awesome, but <laughs> tell me how to do it, right? So I kind of pick up on that, that journey, and I pursued my life coach certification. And when I went on that journey, I was like, oh my goodness, this is it. This is the healing pattern, and this is exactly what it takes to heal from addiction. Number one, the anecdote of addiction is connection. And I was Mm. making these really solid, vulnerable, open, like deep, deep connections with people in this this coaching community that I had never felt before. And then once I started to reveal who I was that had been missing for so many years, then all of the, the the layers, like an onion, just started to peel away. So yeah, so really unbelievable. Because what happens so many times when people are treated with eating disorders is that they treat the symptom without treating the cause because Mm -hmm. the symptom is the eating disorder. It's either the binge eating or the not eating or the binging and purging or um, using laxatives or only eating the healthiest, healthiest foods is also an addiction and not Mm -hmm. eating anything else or counting calories. But those are all symptoms of something else. And so many people think that it's control and, and, it's really not control. I can't think of anything more out of control than thinking about food all the time. And it's, so that's the symptom, but that's the, that's the numbing or the coping to avoid what people feel is actually worse. You know, whatever that limiting belief is, is, or the almighty gremlin of I'm not good enough, or I'm not good enough to, to show up in my own true skin that was given to me by God or the universe or however you wanna look at that. So I went down the path of obtaining my life coach certification and it has been the most incredible journey, helping people either heal from addiction as they're recovering from addiction or just as finding who their true self is so that they can genuinely shine as who they're really, truly meant to be and really, really embrace and feel comfortable. You know, just showing up as who you are. And then where the fitness piece fits in is that, like I was saying, I've always been an esteemed athlete and my sport of choice has always been swimming. And that has been a place where I have found my peace and serenity. It wasn't about, you know, losing weight or looking good, but that's just like, where I found it's like my meditative state. And that's where I've found my peace, my community, my connections, and also a big piece of my health.
0: Yeah. You know what? I do not know how to swim. You two are going to have to wait. You don't treat. know how
2: I don't know. How to swim. I, don't, I mean, I
1: should not sound so surprised. Lots of people don't know how, but I just didn't know that about you.
2: Yes. I do how not, did I not know, know that. <laughs> I can teach. I, don't I can teach anyone how to swim. Yes. Okay. <laughs>
0: okay. You're up for a big challenge. A lot of people have tried, but the last time I tried, I was pregnant with Zoe. So that was what, 16 years oh, ago. Yeah. I mean, I can kind of get from point A to point B, but I have a lot of issues with face in the water and oh. that type of thing. So yes, well, I have
2: one of the certifications that I have, and I don't, I don't have it written down anywhere, but it's called ALTS. It's adult learn to swim program. Oh my gosh. Is, a certification that helps people that like are even scared of putting their face in the water, or maybe they've had some sort of trauma around water, but helps people get from that state of fear and into the water, just one step at a time so that you you can unleash that fear and learn how to swim. Mm -hmm.
0: Oh my gosh. Okay. That's my new Mm -hmm. summer goal. That is my new Mm -hmm. summer goal. Mm -hmm. I taught kids to swim,
1: but I've never taught an adult to swim. I think it would be very different.
2: It's very different. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We've got a lot of issues built up. We've got a lot of years of issues (laughs) to deal with. You know, and I want to jump back a little bit to talking about helping, especially teens with eating disorders. I've been reading a lot of articles lately about how during the pandemic, um, it has that it's skyrocketed for Mm -hmm. especially teenage girls, which having a teenage girl
1: scrolling the TikTok. Yeah.
0: Well, I think it's that. Well, that's the other thing. So now I'm getting worried because I also think there's a bunch of teenage girls' moms who are now talking a lot about, oh, the pandemic, wait. And especially Mm -hmm. now that we're all getting out for the summer. So we're just going to be saying things that are exacerbating things that they're already thinking and yeah. um, kind of like you were saying, it's not necessarily a weight issue, but they've also got the compounding factors of, you know, being out of control, having this year have been such a weird, complicated, confusing place. So I just feel like there's this horrible overlap of all of these, these danger signs of mm-hmm. things. I'm just, you know, I'm. I hadn't planned on getting into this because we talk more about the moms, but I'm like things that we can be doing as moms mm-hmm. yeah. to make sure that we are not layering on any additional triggers or issues that that they internalize, um, but also maybe warning signs or things that we can be yeah. looking out for proactively.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Having to teenage girls, girls are identical twins that are going into high school. Mm. So um, I'm seeing all of the effects firsthand. And I was talking with a, a therapist not too long ago, and we were talking about this. And this also started even before the pandemic, like these kids are under so much pressure to yeah. perform and to do well academically and to do well in sports and i know that there's kids that were doing sports that have had their sports things interrupted with covid and now they're not doing sports and yeah there is so much pressure on them to perform in all different ways. And because there was pressure on them before, now they feel like they're falling short and they're letting people down, whether it's themselves or their parents. And I'm seeing the yeah. effects of it where I see not only eating disorders, but I'm seeing kids that are, are cutting themselves.
0: Yeah, And mm-hmm. I always
2: say that Um, that cutting and bulimia are very similar. It's a lot like where you don't feel like you can open up and talk to, whether it's a parent or a, a peer, because there's so much judgment, especially in that age group, there's so much judgment. So it's almost like Um, like where you're like swallowing your emotions. And I feel like this is what happens when people are binge eating and whether they're purging or they're not, or if they're not eating, but either they're just keeping their emotions out or they're swallowing their emotions. And then when they can't hold it in anymore, because you don't feel like you didn't talk to anyone, it's letting your emotions out Mm -hmm. by purging. And I feel like the same thing is what happens with cutting it's a release. It's a feeling. And that's the thing like feelings Mm -hmm. are for feeling, right? And so if you're not letting yourself feel, then it's manifesting itself in another way. And whereas an eating disorder might start off first as I want to be skinny, it then exacerbates itself into a coping mode all of a sudden it's like alcohol where it is like drowning you out so all of Mm -hmm. these addictions are very similar to each other and it's just whatever form that it happens to take so a lot of teenage girls will turn to something like food or an eating disorder and I don't want to single boys out either because it is more rampant in boys and especially like boys that either are in like wrestling or gymnastics or in the gay community, um, definitely. And it is more rampant in boys and men than people would ever imagine. There are signs to be aware of. Some of that can be like sneaking food or being in the bathroom for a long time or unexpected visits to, if your child's driving to fast food places, you know, but it is kind of that it's very, very shameful, which is why people don't talk about it. It's hidden and it's shameful. So going back to Brene Brown, there's so much shame and there's so much hiding and there's so much of a downward spiral into shame being, I am bad instead of, I did something bad that People just get stuck there and it happens over and over and over again and becomes a habit. And so like you were saying that you'll hear moms or dads or, you know, family members talk about like, oh, oh, like you really put on that freshman 15, you know, or Mm -hmm. you got the COVID-19 going Mm -hmm. or. Mm -hmm. or the comparison of like, Oh my gosh, this bathing suit really fit me last year. And it didn't, you know, this year. And, um, one of the things in my house that has always, always been a thing because here I am, um, a mom of three girls and I'm Mm -hmm. like the mom with the eating disorder has three, three girls. Right. I mean, but, um, one of the things from first off always is our house, the F word is not allowed in our house. And Mm -hmm. I'm not talking about the four letter one. I'm talking about the three letter (laughs) one. one. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it is not, it's not allowed. I mean, we don't brush over things, you know, in in avoidance, but it's not talked about in a way of like, does this make my butt look big or, you know? um, Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. It's not tossed around casually.
1: Right. And how do you frame those conversations? Because of course they're hearing that elsewhere. So they come mm-hmm. to you and say, I wore this to school today and now I feel kind of F word in it. Mm-hmm. How do you reframe that conversation? What words do you use with them to say, this is how we're going to talk about this?
2: What I do, if they say, I don't like how I look, I'll say, what's, what's going on that's making you go to that place where you don't think that you're good enough. And it's more of going into the emotional side of it rather than the physical side of it, Mm -hmm. because the mind and the body is all connected, right? So this is where it goes into like the exercise piece too, is like the mental and the physical is all connected. So we are a soul and a body. We're not a body and a soul. So I think it's emphasizing the beauty that's from within of like what's going on in someone's heart and soul. Mm -hmm. And it's really emphasizing the strengths and not the weaknesses playing on the strengths. It's almost like with gratitude, right? So where people are like, Oh my gosh, it's raining today. And I'm going to have to walk in the rain. And it's like, Oh, well, wait, it's raining today. And everything's going to be green from it. Right? So Mm -hmm. it's looking at things from a different perspective mm-hmm. and from a way of looking for the good rather than looking for the one thing that might be wrong. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or yeah. feel wrong. Does that make sense? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I think
1: we all have a tendency to really zero in on whatever it is that bothers us about ourselves or about our circumstances. And if you spend too much time thinking about it, that's all you look at everything through that lens so you, it's like a retraining of your brain to look at things through a different way. Oh,
2: we are yeah. so mean to ourselves. Missy, we have talked about this. If yeah. we all talk to our friends, like we talk to ourselves, we would <laughs> we have, have no, no friends. friends. <laughs> like we would have no friends. Right. Yeah. So even those types of things, like I try to emphasize those things to the girls and yeah. just say, why are you talking to yourself like that? Do you talk to your friends like that? Do you talk to your friends like that? Would you would you tell your friend that you look fat? You know, would you say that?
0: Right. Would you
2: really say that if this was your friend standing in front yeah. of the mirror right now? How are
1: you today? Sure, looking fat. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah right? I would never say that
2: to somebody. Yeah, well, one of them's like, "Well, I'm very honest with my friends." I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> not that honest.
1: That's maybe a different conversation. Uh, like, <laughs> all different. right,
2: like I think, can we have a meeting? I like. Uh, Do you have any friends? Yeah. (laughs) And, you know, I think
0: for a lot of these topics that we're talking about, one of the things that Missy has mentioned that you're very good about this process of really helping people determine their values and having Mm -hmm. those Mm -hmm. values help anchor you, whether it be in making decisions or how you treat yourself or how you live with your family. Um, I don't mean, how do you live with your family? But I mean,
1: the way in
0: which you go day to day as a family. Um, yes. So, and we talk about values a lot on the show. And I'm really curious about any nuts and bolts tips that you have for having people mm-hmm. sit down and be able to be like, okay, yeah, this is This is almost like my personal mission statement or my value set. Okay. So, since we have taped this entire episode, we know that it ran um, almost a full two hours. (laughs) And so,
1: it could probably go longer.
0: And so, it is going to be a two parter. And so, just want to let you know um, we're going to be signing off here without our look, listen, learns. And we're going to have a whole part two that goes into the mind body association of health. And, um, and, Actually, it was the first thing to inspire me to set that alarm a little early tomorrow. Um, so, yeah, I'm gonna do it. So, y'all, you're gonna want You're gonna want to uh, make sure that you yeah. subscribe so that you don't miss part two of our discussions. So terrific! So much awesome. fun!
2: So much fun! Thank you so much for having me. I'm so so honored to be oh, Thanks for to hanging guys.
1: out with us this afternoon.
2: That's yeah, so fun. Okay. Oh, all right. Thank it was so nice to meet you. We're going to do this again soon. Yes, yeah. definitely. And we'll meet in person too. Yeah, because you got to teach me how to swim. Yes, <laughs> I will too. We're
0: gonna go yeah, we'll to we'll swim. go swimming. Oh. We'll all go swimming. Yeah, you can
2: all come over
1: to my house and Shannon can teach you to swim. For then We're doing Yay. I'll have a cocktail, sit on the side in the shade and cheer you on. That's right. Yeah, support, right. right? Yeah. Okay, sure. bye guys. Thank bye. you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for joining us for the mom and dot, dot, dot podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's show. And if you know someone else who could benefit from the episode, please be sure and share it with them. And while we're begging, please subscribe and rate us wherever it is. You listen to podcasts. You can find links to all the things we discussed today in our show notes or over at our website, momandpodcast.com with the A N D spelled out. In between shows, find us over at the socials, including our private mom and community Facebook group. The links to that group and all of our socials can be found at momandpodcast.com. Thank you so much for your support. We appreciate you more than you know.
0: Now go out there and make your ellipses count.